What's going on, everybody? It's real with Jordan and Demi. I'm Jordan. Demi over there to the right. Demi, this is the first guest we've had who really made their name on TikTok. Mm-hmm. We just made a shameless plug here. We we there we started the Jordan Demi TikTok, so you can look up Jordan Demi. It's real Jordan Demi on TikTok. We have clips from all our previous shows, not all our previous shows, but a lot of our previous shows. But today we have Jarris Johnson on, and Jarris is a throwback. He's a TikTok guy, but he also has a love of late 90s, early 2000s rock, heavy rock. Um, and he's done some cool projects with some legendary artists. So let's bring him out. Here's Jarris Johnson. Jarris, what's yeah. going on, dude? Uh, <laughs> and we're all wearing beanies today. How it's beanie day on Twitter, Jordan? Gang, beanie gang. Let's are you uh, are you are you rocking the Carhartt, Jarris? Of course. Okay. Good. Good. Love love a Carhartt. Love a Carhartt man. So, you've been up to a lot lately. Uh, now, I guess you're best known for the single "Damn." You you had the the single the the version by yourself, and then the remix with Chad Kroger. Um, but you've been busy with other music lately. So I got to tell you, Jairus, I listened to your cover of the, the, the reloaded version of Papa Roach's, uh, last resort. And I was skeptical. I was skeptical. Cause like, what could you do to that song to make it different, to make it better, to make it worth listening to? And the beat is sick. I got to say the beat is sick. So before we go into the new music, let's talk about this whole Papa Roach thing. How did it happen? And how did you put together the music, the reloaded version of Last Resort? Great question. So, yeah, it was just basically like out of a fairy tale. You know, I was <laughs> in my bedroom and uh, I this was like <clears throat> kind of right when I started blowing up on TikTok, doing what I do. And I just posted the Last Resort remix and it just blew up, got like a couple million hits like in a day. And then. I started thinking to myself, I was like, I wonder if Papa Roach is going to see this. Like, just just out of curiosity, because, you know, I'm like, I, I don't know. Maybe they like, they get passed around things on the internet all the time. I, I felt like. So right. I thought, maybe, they'll, maybe they'll see it. And then basically I got, you know, like leaving out a couple of details. Basically, I got a call from Jacoby, the singer of Papa Roach, like a week or two later, like a week later. And he was like, yo. What's good, Jairus? Like, I'm like, we're in we're in LA, like in the studio, just like you should come hang. I'm and down. I was like, okay. Obviously, I said yes, like I'm down. And I went I went over there and it was just, you know, it was love at first sight. It really was. It was we just fucking hit it off. Like it was great. Um, and we just Jacoby and I kind of like just locked in with each other and just started talking and getting to know each other. And it just kind of felt like he saw himself in me and I saw myself in him. Like, that's going to be me later. And and he was like, oh, like, you're me when I was your age. So we just hit it off. I showed him a bunch of music and shit. And, and he was like, dude, let's do this last resort reloaded thing. Like, screw it. And so we filmed it. So we filmed a TikTok that night like, in the studio, just like, teasing like we were gonna do it you know and it just that one went even more viral than the first one so then the the internet loves papa roach for some reason like papa roach has had this resurgence there's articles literally articles on the internet about how your generation has discovered papa roach and and appreciated papa roach so it's kind of interesting how you capitalized on that 
Yeah, I mean, it's just like I can remember. It's 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 crazy that you say that because it's it's really kind of true, and I don't even know why. It's just like last resort is one of the only songs I can remember, like the story of when I heard it for the first time, which was at a like football practice or game or something when I was really young, like eight or nine years old. And one of the dads like brought like their truck in and parked it and like started playing music. And the first song they played during our warm up was last resort. And I just remember feeling so like fucking pumped up by it. And it was like the first song I'd ever heard with like cussing in it. Yeah. It's and a like, real good song for kids athletics. It's a yeah. real, uh... <laughs> yeah. It just like, it just, it was the first song I heard that just like had that energy. I'd never been introduced to like that type of music right. before. Like at that young age, you know, and I heard that and I was just like, yeah, it just felt so cool and so tough. And yeah. I just, I just never forgot it. I never forgot that song just like from that, you know, thing. And then I remember it being used in like, when I was growing up in like, in video game, like I remember it was getting used in like Halo 3, like highlight clips and, and shit like that, that I was watching on YouTube growing up. And so it's like, there's something, there is something about that song where it, the timing and just the way it hit, I guess it's just for the 2000s and for kids that grew up in the 2000s, you know, it's just like, yeah, it just hits different, baby. Just, just, yeah. Let's talk about TikTok for a second, because it kind of changed your life in a sense. Um, do you truly enjoy making content for social media? Um, Still. That's a good question. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, yes and no, to be honest. Like, I don't, I like making art, you know? I like making music and, and music videos and shit like that. But somewhere along the way, I realized that I was going to have to learn how to play the internet game, you know, if I wanted to, like, make it quote unquote so i started really like paying attention to like what goes viral and what this and what you know like, all these you're different little nods x game is what you're doing yeah i just started i just started fucking around with all all that type of stuff and and then i had a few videos go viral like i, I had a, i had a couple like ideas like that i knew would go viral and then those went viral back before tiktok was even a thing so I had like a little bit of experience like on the internet, like with some success doing that. And I was like, okay. And I just started getting in. So I do, I do love it for the reason of like, when you land something, like it's just, it's like, yeah, you feel like a fucking genius. It's satisfying. Yeah. I, I feel it. I, I knew that shit was going to, we've had that happen before. Yeah. I knew that. Give, give me, know, give me some Instagram star. So she's, she knows what all that's about. Not at all. Like hit in the face by branches. Stop. Yeah, we were recovering. Uh, Jaris, uh, on the way to the interview, Demi hit her face with a tree branch. So we're, we're dealing with that right now. Branch. How did you hit your face with a tree branch? I was running back home from the train and it just woke me up. You just didn't see the see a tree in your face. I swear, like when I'm walking down the sidewalk, I swear I like almost hit a tree branch in my eye like <laughs> a few times a week. It's a New York thing. Where are you located, Jarris? Yeah, what are you doing? I'm in LA. You're in LA, but you're an Oregon guy, right? Originally? Yeah, grew up in Oregon. You sound like really disappointed about that. You you no, were no. from a cooler place or something? No, not not at all. I, I shouldn't have said it like that. I actually love Oregon. Love or Oregon is like I love Oregon, but I'm glad I'm in LA. And I didn't I didn't think I would be glad that I was in LA. Like I thought thought I was going to hate LA. Cause I've just never been like a big city, like type of dude, you know, like, I don't know. I just never like, I never fucked with that kind of vibe before because Oregon is so like mountains and trees. And you know what helps with you like, being in LA Jarris is that your 
finding success and you're not super poor. When you're not super poor, LA is a lot more tolerable. That's what I mean. I, I purposefully waited to go to LA <laughs> until I knew I wasn't going to have to work like a shitty job. Right. Because like, I, I was like, if I'm going to be in LA and like do music, you know, I don't want to be spending all my fucking time not doing music. Like if I'm going to be in LA. So I just, I just, you know, did it on the internet until I, you know, got to this point and then moved. Take us back to your childhood. You're from Oregon. Um, what was it like growing up? I heard that you have musical parents. Is that true? Yeah, it's true. The rumors are true. <laughs> I have musical parents. Yeah, my dad was Is a your drummer. dad Michael Bolton? No. That'd be sweet. Uh, my dad was a drummer. My mom was a singer. And they played in bands together. <laughs> met, met doing that. Mm-hmm. Had, had me. I'm an only child. Um, and then they never like, they never really like, they never pushed music on me at all. I did. I actually did sports like for most of my life growing up. Um, and then like somewhere around like eighth grade or something, I, I picked up the drums and I just, everything clicked. Cause I realized that I liked to practice music, but I didn't like to practice sports. Like I always thought, Oh, I'm being, I was, That's I was honestly, very, like the key to being a successful musician is if you can enjoy your craft, making the, like making yourself better, that makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. If you can enjoy being shitty at something, then that means you probably like it a lot, you know, because right. if you can enjoy being bad at it, then you're really going to like being good at it. But sports, I just never was like that, even though, you know, I was very much raised with like the mentality of like, like you can do anything like you can like you're gonna be successful like i was i was just fed this like programming you know from like a really young age i was like yes i'm going to be successful i'm going to like i thought okay i'm gonna be in the nba i'm gonna be a <laughs> player like that's like what i was like like focus on and then but i never there was always like a little bit of a disconnect there with it and then i picked up the drums and i was just so good at them immediately like i didn't even have to try at all i was just really good right away and, and I really like to practice them. So I started doing these like rock band camps. I got signed up for, for them like in the Did summer. Did you school rock? Did you ever do school rock? This, this was basically that. Okay. Like this, this was literally basically that. I mean, it wasn't like a school, but it was like, it was like imagine condensing school of rock into like a one week version, you right. know? And that's like what the, that's like what the camps were like, you know? That sounds, that sounds pretty cool. Did you, yeah. as you, I know that you're drum, drumming, but because you like that 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 really guitar driven kind of rock music, have you gotten become a better guitar player as the years have gone on? Yeah, I mean, I, I picked up guitar shortly after I picked up drums, and you know, did most of the uh, writing and stuff in my my old band on guitar. Taught myself how to play guitar. Taught myself how to play bass and piano, and just, you know, everything kind of moving on from drums. Um, but I just in that time period, like of high school. You know, I just really was like, okay, music is is definitely my thing. Like that's that's what I'm gonna do. There's no, there's no plan B. There's no anything like that. And then once the band broke up, I had a band all throughout like those years, and we played shows all over Oregon. I was the drummer and the singer, and um, and we played shows all over Oregon and, and shit, and had like a good little fan base going. But everybody went off to college. You know, everybody's. I was always the only one in the band. I was the only one in the band with parents that were like, yeah, Jairus isn't going to college. Like he's going to do music. And all the other parents were like, our kid's going to college, which is fine. You know, like whatever. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, I just knew like, I just knew, okay, I'm going to go like do this. And so then after the band broke up, I started like trying to figure out what, 
kind of music I was going to make. Like, how am I going to do it? You know, got linked up with this buddy of mine who knew how to work Ableton, which is, you know, a DAW. Mm. Uh, and started, he knew We've how to work Ableton conversations on the show before. So, yeah. Great. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and, and like, you know, he knew how to work it. And so we started getting together, but I would be like, I'd be like telling him like everything to do, you know, I'd be like, okay, now like move this here and do this there. And he was, cause he, he just like took a class on it in college, you know? So he just knew how to press all the buttons and shit that I didn't know how to do. And so we did that for a couple of years, made a bunch of shitty like EDM songs and like pop songs and shit like that. And just kind of veered away from like metal and rock for a while. Mm. And, and then eventually like a few years into that, I was like, I got to learn how to like produce myself because I have, I I'm so the type of person that would be really good at it. If I just like spent the time to learn it. So I just picked it up, started working on that. And then that took me a few years to like get to where I'm at now to where like, and it took me like, it's been a long, like some people, some of these kids in LA, man, they're like 17 years old and like already making. You're kind of old for like a TikTok guy. I know. I know. I, yeah. I feel like old Not really. I feel like people are on TikTok. Like every kind of person is on TikTok, honestly. Right. But on the music side, on the music side. Most of the people that are really hit a bigger like, is on everything. TikTok. He's like 60 something. Not even kidding. Yeah. Well, there's people that are old people. I think we need to catch up, Jordan. I think that's what it is. You're trying to. You're doing your best. You're here. doing your best. So you produce your own music. Did you produce Dam? Mm -hmm. No, no, I didn't. Sorry. That, not one I didn't. Um, Dam is a label, is a label track. That's a label track. What well, Dam, Dam, no, Dam, Dam was the, okay. So the story behind Dam. So, so we'll, we'll, we'll get into like the modern, like Jairus saga. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> was trying to, this whole past year in 2020, you know, I, I was working on my music and trying to really like figure out who I was as an artist and what my sound was going to be and shit. And was trying on TikTok for like eight or nine months in, and failing, you know, every time just, but I kept trying new things, kept trying new sounds, new covers, new songs, new content, whatever, just like tried a million different things. And then uh, I heard the banjo beat on TikTok, which is like, you know, it was the beat of Damn. And it was, you know, it was like a big, it was just like a big TikTok beat like that. It was being used. Yeah. And oh, I, I remember it happening. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, everybody's heard, heard that like beat before. And that, that banjo sample. Yeah. Yeah. You know, everyone's heard that. So like I basically was like, oh, it'd be cool if I just put a vocal over this, like just for fun, you know? And I did put a vocal over it and posted it. And that shit just went crazy. Like it just, everyone was like, this is the, I've never heard any music that sounds like this. What the, like, and it was even the first time that I had really like pushed my voice in that way too. And I don't even know, like, I don't even know what came out of me then, but it, but it just happened like that way, just kind of randomly. And so blew up, got like 7 million views in a week. And all these comments, you gotta drop the full thing. You gotta drop the full thing, bro, blah, blah, blah. And all this different shit. So we put it together, you know, with the guy that like produced the beat and shit and, and then and drop the full thing, you know? And then that's, and then that's sort of like, that's what, and then once I knew, like, cause that, that one TikTok got me like 400,000 followers, like got me a fuck ton of followers. So I was like, okay, now I just need to, so I just started posting like every other day, new song idea, new this, new that. Like now that I've got them, I just like, go, 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 go. And like didn't stop until I hit like a million followers. How and much coffee did you have this morning? How much what? How much coffee did you have this morning? I don't, I don't drink coffee. You're just a high energy guy. You're just a high energy guy. I've never had a sip of coffee in my life. No. 
Never. I don't even know what it tastes like. That's the only way I stay alive. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. I just, it's I don't do life it. blood. It's life blood. <laughs> so we booked you on the show through your lovely publicist, Coco. Tell us yeah. the story and how you got signed to 300 Entertainment. Um, okay. So the, so I was kind of like, I, the damn TikTok dropped and then that it like blew up and went viral. And then three weeks later, I dropped the song and I was wondering because like I had like at this point I had like five or six hundred K on TikTok and I was like hmm, I, I'm wondering why like no labels have reached out to me yet like I'm kind of curious and then the day that I dropped damn the song it, every every label hit me up and like every single one I, I probably talked to 20 like labels in a day you know I like back-to-back -back zoom meetings and phone calls and and luckily i was sitting on like a catalog of music that i've been working on that year that was really good and and it was like and so i so it was like immediate proof that i wasn't just like a random tiktok kid you know it's like no i'm an artist i'm an artist that's just using well, you had a band before you did tiktok so yeah i mean yeah. i mean i just but of course, all these people that are reaching out to me don't know that. You know, they don't know right. anything about me. Right. So, so, so I, I got to ask, back it up just a little bit with the damn, and we'll move on to original music after that. I, I want to know how you got Chad Kroger from Nickelback to do the remix. Oh, I just, uh, I just asked. <laughs> oh, you just asked? I just asked. I, 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 everyone, okay. So, like, the weird thing about like blowing up, you know, on the internet, people pay attention to you. Yeah, is that you? You get and you and you also get everybody telling you like who you look like and who you remind them of. Oh my god, I see it. And so everyone, when I posted the damn TikTok, was like, "This is some like Nickelback shit." Like this dude looks like this guy's like modern day Nickelback. And I'd never once thought that in my life ever. You know, I was like, I think what? with the hair and the beanie, you resemble West from Puddle of Mud. If you're looking early two thousands bands, probably yeah. all wearing beanies today. This is insane. yeah. Uh, so I basically, you know, that this was so I kind of have to finish the label thing to get to the chat. Yeah, thing. sure. Go ahead. Um, and I basically, you know, took all those meetings that one day at, when Dan blew up and one of my buddies knew an A&R at 300 and he actually came over in person and had a meeting with me in person. And we had a really great meeting. He's this legendary dude, super nice guy. And it was just awesome. And then, like the following day, or like a couple days later, they were the first ones to, like, put a, put a real offer in on me. All the other labels were like, okay, we're gonna, like, you know, we're gonna reconvene this weekend, hit with our lawyers, and you know, blah blah blah. So, three hundred offered me a deal, and then uh, you know, the rest is history. So, and that's then, rad. And it's uh, it's it's cool that I, obviously you fit in well there, but um, it it goes to show you that showing up in person, a real in-person meeting can go a long way. You know, it shows people that you care oh, if you can do it in person. Oh yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was great. It was super fun. I mean, I love as much as I'm like, up, you know, in the internet and everything like that. Like there's nothing that beats like you know, a fucking real life vibe. Are you kidding me? Especially like in today's time and everything, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's just, yeah. it's, so, it is so much better and so much more like personal to just like, be in person with somebody, especially when you're meeting somebody for the first time that you're going to be like potentially doing a lot of business with and, you know, working with really closely on your art and everything. Like, it's just, it's important to have like a genuinely good connection. Absolutely. Absolutely. My producer, I mean, for the show, Hope and I, uh, we wanted to know 
So who is this man, right, behind the bad boy exterior? Like, who's the <laughs> Do I have a bad boy? Is that the exterior? The, that glasses, the glasses are bad boy glasses. Yeah. Like, if some girl brought you home to their parents, they'd be like, what's this guy's deal with the jewelry and the hair and everything? <laughs> and the, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he said, I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty bad now. I, it's just... I don't know. How do I even answer that question? Do you, <laughs> you know, still? Do you still? Uh, are you still into sports at all? Or are you just like too cool no. for that now? No, I mean I'm into them. I'm into them. I'm trying to get Affliction to so my fucking my boys at Affliction. Um, I'm trying to get them to send me to the UFC fight in uh, July with Connor because I love I love you like UFC and shit. Do it. It's a blast. I I I had a I had a I had a, uh, an era where I was a UFC videographer guy. So I've been Dang, that's yeah. Dope pretty rad yeah. i love you want like i think i i'd probably want i'd like fight somebody i'll like i'll like do Logan Paul, yeah like, yeah no seriously i think we need to like do this in the music industry now like all those youtubers have figured it out but like me and a fucking another artist need to just like throw hands you know what i mean rocket roll boxing yeah. like yeah. yeah let's do it let's do it you you have this huge chuck following would you rather have a bigger following on Instagram or a bigger following on TikTok? Mm, that's a tough question. I mean, I have a bigger following on TikTok. I, right. have, I have over a million followers on TikTok and all, I only have like 70K on Instagram. Um, I mean, it's so hard to say. Don't, like, don't you get sick of the numbers, just like obsessing over the numbers? That would, that would, you know. I don't obsess over the numbers. You know, it's just like, it is what it is. You know, it's a, it's a number on a screen, but it's, a, it's like, it's a, to me, it's just TikTok is like, to me, TikTok is so much more of a stage. Like TikTok. It's different. Stage. It's totally different. Yeah. It's totally different. It's a stage I can use to perform on and basically like fucking be a fucking rock star on. That's what like TikTok is. Instagram is more of a like tool for everything else you know like because there's stories and there's you know the dms like nobody can dm me on tiktok you know what i mean like yeah. unless i'm following them and unless they're following me like nobody can dm me on tiktok but everybody can like send me a message request on instagram so like the the use of instagram is so much different and also it's like you know i will say like the value of a follower on tiktok is less than instagram because this is just the way the algorithm and everything works. Like, you know, the value of like, if I get a million views on a TikTok, like that's less valuable than a million views on like a YouTube video. You know, sure, a million sure. views on a YouTube video is like a much bigger deal than a million views on TikTok. But just because of the way the like app works, it just feeds your videos to so many people anyways. So like the numbers, the high numbers do mean slightly less like on TikTok, but that's not to say that they don't mean anything because they are fucking, it obviously yeah, does. It meant a lot for you. Yeah. It's real life really quickly. So yeah. They I mean, you, did, you did reach us 66.6K on Instagram recently. So you got uh, got that 666 going. Yeah. Um, I was curious now you, you have, you're, you've known for, for damn and then the Papa Roach reloaded thing but you're starting to really i feel like the next thing for you is truly like original like your music being released out there you have that single one night which is a really cool song out now which sounds different than damn it sounds different than the papa roach track um so where are you going musically 
and what can we expect the full album in the next year? A, a more, yeah. um, a bigger, a longer EP? Like what's going on? Yeah. Album. I'm sitting on an album. You're no sitting book. on an album. So it's already recorded. I mean, it's, it's getting there. It's not done, done, but it's, it's getting there. Nobody has, nobody has any idea that I, I get so many, I never thought like haters were even a real thing. You know, I was always just like, what, did, what do you mean you have haters? Like, I just never, I never like bought into that, but holy shit. I am eating my words right now because there, there are so many, and I don't know what it is. Like, I guess it's just like something about me or like, I don't know about what I'm doing or like what I'm saying, but like, you know, it's just like, or right. The way I'm like, uh, going after like rock as a genre, because rock has just been so stuck in the mud to me for so long. And it's just so crusty and boring and safe. And like, I just want to make it dangerous again. Mm. You know, I want to make it, I want to make it sound like something that that your mom wants to fucking like turn off really quickly and it's just, it's just forgotten like how to be that it used to be that and it's just forgotten how to how to sound like that and well, I part just, of it jerry's is that rock has become less popular in the mainstream i mean if you look at the top 40 now uh billboard hot 100 there's maybe two or three songs that are guitar based in that top 40 so yeah, it's, what it's you're doing is kind of like is making rock more palatable to people who really haven't been rock fans to this point, especially younger people. Yeah. I think, I think actually like rock has just fought, like gotten less popular because it's just not cool anymore. Just not fucking cool. Nobody wants to hear some old man drums and guitar anymore. It's just boring. We've heard it all before. It doesn't sound new. It doesn't sound like it's from the future. It doesn't sound young. Okay. And rock has always been, Rock has always been like young people music. You know, it's always been the fuck you grandma music, not like some boring, like old man music. You know, it's always been like the new edgy young like thing. And and hip hop has just like taken that over, you know, like that's that's become the new like party music, the soundtrack to good times and all that shit. So I just want to like push rock into the future and, and make it sound new and dangerous and young and just like from the future, you know, like that's, that's what it's all about. And I'm, and my album sounds like that. Nobody has any idea. Nothing I've dropped, nothing I have dropped thus far sounds like anything on my album. Like it's, 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 I, I'm trying to, I'm not fucking around. Like I want to win a Grammy. Like I'm, I'm like really, really well, first y'all. I mean, yeah. I love your style. I think you're really, um, you've gotten to something really cool. I was listening to Dan this morning when I was working out and, um, it's a good workout song. Yeah. Did you get a good pump going? Impressive. Um, I don't know. I think I, I think rock is making a comeback from what I see. I'm oh. hoping that as well. And yeah. I think this is kind of like, obviously, like you said, it's not going to be a Led Zeppelin moment, but it's going to be something of the future, which is something that you said. And, um, yeah, this is exciting. Maybe you're going to bring something cool back. What are your yeah. What are your summer plans, Jared? We it's it's May now, so uh, what do you got? You doing some festivals, some uh, some TV show appearances? Like, what do you got in the works? Um, well, I'm trying to get my album out, out in the summer. I've got a, I've got a few big I've got a few big singles and some a couple of people that I've been collaborating with that are not going to be expected for me to collaborate with you uh, are good at that like the 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 jerris collaboration is just like always like i wonder who it's gonna be next time you know yeah yeah i'm about to throw a real i'm about to throw a real a wrench in the system with the next one but um and i and i and i want to do like i just played my first show this past weekend and it was really fucking dope and so we're gonna do probably like a little stunt 
in the summer, hit some college towns, like hit the big markets, New York, Florida, Dallas, like Texas. Um, you know, some of the states are like a little more open and shit like that. And do probably a few shows. Um, I'm booked for a few festivals that I can't announce yet, but yeah, I'm doing a couple of festivals too. Yeah, it's, it's time to make this real, baby. You know, it's yeah. all been on my, it's all been on my phone so far. Like, oh, I'm I'm real famous on my phone. Yeah, it is true, and it's funny too because TikTok is such a closed off environment. You know. Yeah, it's just like a bubble or something. You know. It's yeah, like, it's, it's interesting. Like, it needs so. to become like this like movement, this like new future rock shit like needs to be like a real life new thing. You know, it needs to like it needs to be real. Absolutely. Well. Uh, I think the future is bright with you, my friends. Uh, I'm excited to hear what you have coming out next. So, yeah. uh, Jairus, thanks for joining us. And uh, we wish you the best with your new music and all the shows and everything you have going on this summer. I appreciate it. Thank you for thank you for having me on and asking me some super fun questions. Absolutely, man. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> all right. See you later. Bye. 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 That was Jairus Johnson, his latest single, uh, what, what is his last single? Oh, yeah, One Night. His last single, One Night, is out now. Thank you. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram, at Jairus Johnson. And, of course, look at Moment TikTok, of course. And we will be back next week. And uh, hopefully, Demi's eye will be healed up. And, uh, yeah. And until then, you can go to popdust.com for an archive of all our past shows. You can follow me on Instagram, at Jordan Edwards Studio. Follow Demi, at Demi underscore Ramos. And, yes, check out our new-ish TikTok and it, Demi, it's just uh, it's real Jordan Demi, right? It's the full full name of the show, right? Okay, cool. Demi.